Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Imagine a year where I'm the best. Everything rules because I'm in charge. I'm in charge of everything. No, 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 Zach, that's, that's not the truth. Imagine a year where I'm the best and oh, everything oh, I do is great. Oh, oh, oh. Guys, I want you to take a step back for a minute. <laughs> I want you to really think about this. Oh, yeah. Have you stepped back? I'm stepping back right now. So are you stepping back or? I've stepped, stepped back. back. I've stepped back. Now. Okay, good. That's good to know. So from that new vantage point, yes. you step back. Yeah. I want you to imagine holding your mind's eye. Yeah. A year. Yeah. Where I'm the best. Oh. And everything is great because I'm in charge. What year would that be, Zach? It's 1950. <laughs> cool. Hello. Welcome to Oldie But A Goodie. It is a brand new decade here on the show. I've been travelling through time and I've reached 1950. And I've got the orphan by my side. Wow! I've got uh, the the forest to my other side. We're in a forest. And, oh, I'm, I'm walking around. I'm going to try and find my co-host, Zach, in one of these people. Maybe even a guest. Because I want to review Rashomon today. Oh la di da di da! It's a wonderful day. I don't. I don't know why you. No one says what. What does that even mean? What is what you? What are you doing in my backyard? Who are you? Oh, I'm a Takashi Chi Mushima. Oh, that's a wonderful, wonderful. I'm just walking around this forest. It's lovely, isn't it? Well, would you be interested in any sort of metal work, perhaps? Mm, depends what sort of metal. Depends what sort of metal. I'm Magnetic more of a... type of metal. Oh, now you're talking my bloody language. If you would have said non-magnetic metal, <laughs> yeah. I would have left. But yeah, you said yeah, magnetic, yeah, yeah. my ears are pricked. Oh, although you are, I have just recently invented MKM steel. Oh, now I love MK Ultra, so anything that's got the same sort of letters in it as that, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm Thankfully for this character, I have no idea what that is. It hasn't been invented yet. Yeah, thank god. I don't think. Um, I think that's the 60s, we should be fine. Shut up. Um, (laughs) So I've invented MKM steel, which is a uh, aluminium and nickel uh, combined. Oh, I love aluminum. So that that's yep. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's much like that, but it's very uh, magnetic and has a lot of use in the scientific field. Mm, I certainly hope someone doesn't try and steal it. Yeah, that. <laughs> I, I see what you did there. Steal and steal. Yes. Uh, I see that's a jerk, and you're not actually trying to rob me here. What's the big deal? <laughs> oh shit! 
Hey, what's going on over here? Oh my god, it's a mobster from New York come to steal the steel. Wait, that doesn't make any sense. We're in rural Japan right now. Why is... Why is there a mobster here? Hey, I'm Ronin in here, all right? <laughs> oh, my God. Wait a bloody right. second. Wait, I've met mobsters before, and I've, I've met you before. Jack, are you pretending to be a mobster again? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought you'd buy me as a mercenary samurai, but... <laughs> Uh, what are you doing here in rural Japan, Jack? Uh, taking in the sights. Yep. Going oh, yeah. to a few onsen. Ooh. Oh. A few. There's a bathhouse. Oh, oh yeah. Bathhouse. Yep. What else can nice. you do in Japan? Um, you watched Kurosawa movies? Yeah. Yep. Play yeah. the shakuhachi flute. Mm. Ooh. Uh, feeling shame. Yeah. Uh, martyring some Catholics. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> my favorite pastime. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna leave with my MKM steel now before you steal it, as he said before. It's a good pun, actually. Yeah, I yeah. like that pun. <laughs> oh, oh my god, the steel's going everywhere! It, it flew up into the air. It hit the orphan. Oh no. Oh, Jack is here. Zach is here, and I'm here too. It's time to talk about Rashomon. Wow! 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 Hi, Jack. You usually do bad movies. Mm. Yeah. Oh, um, the King Kong was it? King Kong was alright. King Kong yeah. was a banger. Was right. It was a pretty good Son film. Of, was it Son of... Son of Kong, Kong? Definitely not. Son of Kong uh, left us all ashamed of our lives. It was pretty but, terrible. Yeah. Uh, but Jack, like something that people might not know about you is that you like watching good movies. Yeah, that's uh, Whoa. Yeah. That's one of my other <laughs> defining <laughs> characteristics. A bit controversial, yeah. but uh, definitely a hot take. I, I yeah. do enjoy it, yeah. And so you're joining me here in my dim bedroom um, <laughs> as we talk about the movie Rashomon that Zach chose. I thought this was... 1950s Japan. I mean, we're in Japan. Yeah. That's what the atmosphere that's still going is, <laughs> yeah, yeah, is yeah. doing. It's, a dim, doing. it's a dim bedroom in Japan. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a forest. In a in forest. forest. Yes. Yeah. Um, and Zach, you chose this one, so it's only fair that you start off with first impressions. We're, we're going to do spoiler-free, then jump into spoilers. There's not much to say spoiler-free, I think, with this one. Oh, but. This is really weird, because this had nothing to do with Pokemon, which I first thought going into it, you know, I thought it was like some weird parody like, um, yeah, oh yeah, like Rashomon, they're Pokemon, but they've all got rashes. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. which made logical sense. But it actually has nothing to do with Pokemon. It has to do with some weird people telling weird stories. And that this is not a samurai movie at all. This is just people lying. Oh my god, wait a minute. It's another It's another M word. I can't say it out loud, otherwise the orphan will... It's a mystery. Ah, oh, no. <laughs> It's, it's a, a mystery, mystery movie! Oh, God, not another mystery. How many mystery movies have you guys been doing? Uh, we did one last week. Yeah. We did we... two a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a running thing where everything has just been a mystery. And yeah. Bring it up, the orphans should have... It's a mystery. Yeah, yeah, we get it. We get it. Shut up. Uh, but, Zach, what, what did you think of the movie that you chose? Yeah, I thought it was an interesting choice. Uh, I enjoyed it. Hmm. I liked the soundtrack. I liked the yes. story. I liked the, dare I say it, mystery. It's a mystery. Yeah, it was not exactly what I was expecting. Yeah, I mean, when you think Kurosawa, you think Seven Samurai, yeah, Human Fortress. Yeah, that's, that's the one I actually know of yeah. him. Because I've seen bits of it. I haven't seen the whole thing, but that I've seen four bits hours of long, it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was good. 
I liked it. It was good. You liked yeah. it? It was it was very different from what we've been doing lately. So yeah, this is the f- this is definitely the first movie we've seen this year that's not told in a straight line, which I think yes. is good. Like last week, we had a movie not being shot on a straight line; it was on a Dutch <laughs> angle. This week, the story's on a Dutch angle. So oh, that's, that's pretty good. What did you think, Jack? Yeah, I just finished watching it twenty minutes ago, mm. um, so I'm still processing a little bit. But mm. I enjoyed the movie. Very good. That's good to hear. I think it's a good one. It's I, hard not to spoil this. It's a, it, it's a bit hard not to go in depth straight off the bat about this. I mean, okay, yeah, spoiler free kind of synopsis. There's a there's a crime, yeah, and then a fight, yep, and we're told different versions of what happened. Yeah, we're told four different versions. It's just hoodwinked. It's hoodwinked yeah. for adults. That's what this is. Or yeah. it's um, the, the, the Ridley Scott's The Last Duel from a few years ago. That hoodwinked is not for adults. Hoodwinks is for adults, but <laughs> Rashomon is more for adults. Okay. Than Hoodwinks. Is it per for se. more adults? Is Rashomon for more adults? Yeah. No, I think Rashomon's for less adults because it's a bit more niche. Less adults, mm. but they're more adult. But no kids. No kids. Unless you're like 15 and in film school. More percent of adults. Yeah. yeah. What if you're a very precocious, like an 11 year old? You're probably watching Donnie Darko, let's be real. Yeah. I'm not watching this one. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 non-linear storytelling. Uh, it's good acting. Um, I'm trying to think. Like a lot of my criticisms in this is just spoiler stuff. Uh, yeah, well, we could just jump into spoilers. We right might need to just jump into spoil. I mean, usually we have an ad break before spoilers, but we don't even have time to reach that ad break. So yeah, I think I we mean, might. Just- that- the the real meat of this movie is the conversation and the the sort of. Uh, four stories that mm. are told. I mean, even that in itself is almost a spoiler. It's a, yeah. Um, but it's sort of expected in this yeah. movie. But it's it's the telling of the same scenario four times, and yes. all four of them are different. Yes. And it's very interesting as you're going through hearing all four of the stories because of the conclusions you as an audience come up with watching the film. Yes. And that's sort of the main crux of the film is, what what do you think? Yeah, it's different to, I mean, it's definitely different to Hoodwinked, because you don't make up your own scenario. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, those people will lie, now it is the truth yeah, with yeah, Hoodwinked. Yeah. Um, the same with The Last Duel. I don't know if either of you saw that. It's basically this, but like medieval. Yeah. It's, it's like Matt Damon and Adam Driver are like knights, and they have a fight over someone that Adam Driver assaulted. Um, it, it's the same movie, but it's like, Two and a half hours long because it's really Scott. Um, ah, it, yeah. yeah, like even that one, it's like you aren't meant to come up with your own conclusion. It just tells you what yeah, happens. This, this is it leaves you sort of at the end to come up with your own conclusions, which mm. is an interesting take because you you don't really know by the end what exactly happened. Yeah, um, but uh, I'll rate it a goodie. Mm-hmm. It, it's got me in a thinking mood. I'm, I'm now thinking about things. I'm like, maybe some bits were true of each. Maybe, maybe. one was story. Maybe none of them. Maybe they all suck. You know, mm. maybe humanity is doomed. Maybe we're just doomed to repeat a cycle of lies and mishaps. Mm. You know? Or uh, maybe the first guy was just telling the truth. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I um, stopped the movie in half an hour. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah that's no, no, yeah. I actually stopped watching yeah. after that first story. <laughs> looked up the synopsis for yeah. the rest of it, 
and now I'm here. Um, so that's going to be my hot take throughout. <laughs> yeah. It was just the first three. The first one was right. And then the right, stopped. and the rest of it sucks. Oh, so no, okay. I'm going to give this a goodie with my half an hour viewing of this movie. <laughs> a goodie from Zach. Yeah, Zach, yeah. yeah. What are you, like, what, what, what? Like, thank you for the <laughs> You're yeah. great leading question. What? Um, just how can I answer that question with a question? Yeah. Uh, what? What? Hmm. Good yeah. question. No, I liked uh, what I found interesting. So it starts with the first two characters you're introduced to are a woodcutter and a priest. And yeah. It's just like, mm. man, we've heard these stories and these stories have rocked our world. Yeah. yeah and what it's the fuck? so clear that they haven't grown up in a world with true crime. Because <laughs> <laughs> by the time we're nine, we'll, we've watched CSI and we're like, yeah, I've seen like yeah. a prostitute's body dumped in a dumpster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's cool. These guys' worlds were pretty shook. And yeah. yeah. And it's also like, we're hearing them recount the court hearing yeah. that happens. So maybe they didn't even say the story that happened in the court hearing correctly. We don't even know. What? We don't I even know. think of that. What if it's all a lie? Oh it's layers on layers. Uh, but Jack, an oldie or a goodie? A goodie. A goodie from Jack. Mm, a, goodie. Uh, a goodie from me as well. I think it's good. I got some slight reservations about um, should a man be writing this story? Ooh. Is the female character just a trophy? And oh, absolutely. There needs to be some nuance there to make this age perfectly. Yes. Yes. But for a storytelling experiment, I think this is very good. Mm. That's my hot yeah, take. Definitely not our modern sensibilities. <laughs> I thought the last story showed some real depth to the. Yeah, that one did yeah. show depth. Yeah. Well, that's that's the thing that I was expecting was they they sort of paint her as this token trophy sort of thing. But at the end, you see the, the shoes kind of on the other foot. Yeah. Manipulated up people. And I was like, aha. There we I go. I knew there was a little more here. Oh, yeah. And of course, like, it's a Kurosawa movie, so it's shot incredibly well. The opening mm. s- scene where you see, like, the broken down... This is, mm. I don't even know what it is. It's like a building. It's where yeah. the priest hangs out, so it might be the temple. temple. Yeah, yeah. The temple. Uh, broken yeah. temple. Yeah, that was really, really cool. I also yeah. like the shot of the woodcutter just when he was telling his very first story. Mm. Just him walking through the forest. That was yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a good what five minute scene of him just walking through the trees. It made me want to walk through. The yeah, trees. yeah. <laughs> you want to walk through trees. That- that bit's particularly good spoiler because that's where the music starts to kick in. Mm. You just because you have that sort of opening with the rain. You have them talking for a bit, and then he starts the story, and he, he starts walking through the forest, and then you hear dong 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 dong. Yeah, and I was like, oh yeah, now I'm getting into this. So the music was good. I mean, like last week we had the third man, which was '90s sitcom music the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> And now, that was funny. And now this week, we've also got something a bit different with the music. It, yeah. it is, yeah, it's quite good. It's just, it's just a good, go watch it. If you, I mean, if you haven't listened to this episode, you're probably a film bro, you've probably already seen it. So go check it out if you haven't seen it. If you're an 11-year-old Japanese boy, go see it. Sure. It's a hot take, but yeah. I mean... Are you saying that you think every 11-year-old Japanese boy should watch this movie? Absolutely. It's an interesting platform. Yeah, look, look, I, I look... 
I'm leaning into it, alright? No. I'm leaning into it. Just, just before we yeah. started recording, I was berating Zach for not leaning in. And I'm leaning into He's it. Leaning in I've never seen him lean in. Well, day. I'm leaning in. Do you see me leaning in now? I think, I think he slapped his knee. Too much. <laughs> yeah, look, I might be leaning in too much to compensate for lack I think of you're leaning. not actually leaning in. Oh, I think you're. Ooh. I think you're. Saying that you're leaning in, but <laughs> leaning in often speaks for itself. Oh my god, a performative wow. leaner. Exactly. A performative oh, leaner. A performative Unbelievable. leaner. Unbelievable. Yeah. When no. truly, yeah. in your spirit, energetically, yes. you're leaning out. Well, I don't know. I, I have seen Zach have a lot of cough syrup in his time. I think he does lean yeah, a lot. He, lean. he leans a lot. I hate that. So that's a joke for the American kids. <laughs> The eleven-year-old man. <laughs> the eleven-year-old American one. <laughs> that lean. Oh, jeez. All right. Oh, well, uh, uh, spoilers. Uh, three goodies. Go watch it. I guess. Yeah, it was good. Is it just because I'm American that you don't think I'd steal the Declaration of Independence? Well, joke's on you. That's the most American thing you could possibly do. And that's why I, Selly McSeller, love the movie National Treasure. And Sandro and Zach from Oldie But A Goodie, they reviewed it over on their Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Oldie But A Goodie Pod. They're doing so many bonus episodes to a month and you can get them right there. But why do you want to get them? Here's a clip to tempt you. I wrote down a note based off like what you said where you've got the archaeology nerds and then the computer nerds. I wrote down a yeah. note that was, this movie is just one giant, can you say that in English, joke. Yeah. Because <laughs> the amount of times one of the nerds says something nerdy, and then the one nerd who's not the same sort of nerd as them is like, but can you bloody say that in bloody English, please? Yeah, yeah, because... Because one half of them are, like, history nerds, yeah. and he's the computer nerd. So, like, they'll say something history nerd, and the, and the computer nerd's like, I don't know what the fuck you just said, you dumb. And then he'll say something computer nerdy, and they'll go, wow, what a fucking nerd. Can you speak English? Yeah, yeah. Nicolas Cage as Superman in the 90s? Nah, I want Nicolas Cage as Indiana Jones in the early 2000s. You can check that episode out right now. Patreon.com forward slash pod. You can get ad-free episodes and early episodes of the main show as well. Wee-haw! Wee-haw! Yee-haw! I'm an American, though. Hey-hee-haw! <laughs> Well, we're going to get into some spoiler spoilers. All the spoilers, spoiler ruse, one might say, if you're in Australia. Yeah, no one else would say. Oh, I forgot to mention, uh, there's a bunch of, like, side swipes in this movie, Mm -hmm. and I know that George Lucas completely ripped off the Kurosawa movie Hidden Fortress for Star Wars, but I think he got the editing from this one, Uh, because it's the same sort of of thing. Anyway, just uh, something to bring up. Um... We could go through the characters mm. and then the story. There's a bunch of different, yeah. It's a yeah. bunch of, as you mentioned, Jack. It opens with the the woodcutter, the priest, and then like the common man is also yeah. kind of brought in. Yeah. Um, the priest doesn't say a whole lot during this, but the yeah, woodcutter no. and the common man are kind of having a lot of conversations. Yeah. yeah. The, so I think the woodcutter is relaying what happened to the yes. common man. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, and he's our vocal point for the story going forward. And he speaks about the other characters in the movie, the bandit, mm-hmm. the wife, yes, and the husband. Bandit, wife, and husband, who's also a samurai, but doesn't really do much. He's not a very good samurai. No, I think he's more just like a landowner. Yeah. Because technically, samurai, all they were were just noble landowners back mm. in the day. 
a lot of them did go out and become like proper samurai, you know, as we know them. Yes. The sword fighting things. But otherwise, a lot of them were just nobles. Right. So not necessarily good sword fighters, as we may or may not see. Maybe they were really good. Going by the first story, he was actually a really good sword fighter. That's right. Yeah, because we see the story from those three perspectives, and then also the woodcutter who was hiding in the bushes the whole time. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Or was he? Or was, or was he, he? Did he just make it up? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, maybe he's full of shit because he, he stole the pearl dagger when mm. he showed up. And then it was like, uh, yeah, the reason I did that, I was there the whole time. The whole Don't time. worry about it. But yeah, Jack, what's... Because the intro for the story that they're telling is the same for all the stories. So what kind of happens uh, during the accounts that they're retelling? So there's a bandit named Tajimura, mm. and he sees this samurai and his wife. Yes. Yeah. Walking through... The forest? Yes. Yeah. And in his retelling, he thinks, mm. I want that wife mm-hmm. for mm. my own. It'd be better if I didn't have to kill the samurai. Yes. So he wrestles the samurai, ties him up, mm. and then has, has his way with the, the wife. Has non-consensual sex. Yeah. Yeah. Next. Although from, it's, from his perspective, yes, from he his, seduced her. His, his, his yeah. telling of the story says that she gave in. Mm. Yeah. But that's only, I think, in his version of the story. Yeah, that's only in his own. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then afterwards, the he, wife says... It's too much shame to bear to have two men that I've yeah. laid with alive in the world. Please, Tajimuro, uh, kill my husband. Yes. Yeah. And then he does. They have a... a well, they, a, uh, a he, yeah. Yeah. he has oh, an honourable sword fight. True. Where he, he frees, as this is my canon true version of yeah. events. God. I have to defend it. Um, where he frees uh, the uh, noble samurai. Yes. And they have a samurai's duel mm, where they yes. have a pretty pretty good sword fight. I enjoyed the sword fight. It's a good I one. It was visually quite good. Uh, where they have a bit of a sword fight, uh, which eventually ends with <clears throat> the bandit killing the samurai. Yes. Although, I will point out that throughout the story, he's been laughing like the Joker from mm. <laughs> Dark Knight. Just... He, he's just a little... He, he does seem a little off well, as he bursts yeah. into laughter a lot of the time. I loved his performance because the yeah. movie is incredibly dark and not yeah. pleasant. I just him just laughing, just yeah. being a madman. I yeah. thought I did a good... He's a very good, good he also drank from a river and said he got poisoned from it. Oh, yeah, well, he was passed out and found somewhere down a river, so he, yeah. like, explains that, like, I, I, I was poisoned. He also then says later on that he sold a sword for booze, so that may or may not be connected to the fact that he was found passed out passed by out. a That's river, right. um, which I thought was quite funny that he mentions that he bought liquor, but this is, like, at the end of his story, whereas at the start of the story he was found and said he was poisoned by a snake. Yeah. So he sort of disproves his own story yeah. right at the end. Yeah, I don't think... Uh, I think you'd have to be quite a madman to think his version of the story was correct. That's all I'm going to say. Unless and, um, you're going to lean into that one, Zach. Now I feel like I'm being goaded. <laughs> I shouldn't lean in. But at the same time, I'm already leaning. 
So I'm gonna fold if I lean anymore. Mm. So I'm gonna I'm gonna step back for a bit. I'm gonna do what Jack says I was doing the whole time, and I'm gonna back out. <laughs> He's backing out. I liked the quote though. We get a quote at the end of the bandit telling his story, mm. where someone's like. I don't care if it's a lie as long as it's entertaining. And I was like, ooh, ooh that yeah. is, that's a line that, uh, that holds up pretty well today. Mm-hmm. I think. That was a good one. Anyway, the wife's story, uh, is completely different. Mm. Um, her story is like, uh, the bandit, he does what he does and leaves. She tries to help the samurai, but, but her husband's like, can't believe you just let that happen to you. Fuck you, actually. Mm. I ain't helping you. But, uh, the samurai's performance there was great. Yeah. She said it was a, mm. a look of just cold loathing. Yes. Mm. And um, that look, it was a look of cold loathing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was cold. Yeah. She accidentally kills him. It's well, her, she passes it She goes into a fugue state. Yeah. And yeah. then comes to and he has her dagger in his chest. Yeah. yeah. She disassociates well, and somehow kills him. But he was killed well, by a sword, not a dagger, so... No, well... Yeah, but what she tells is she thinks she killed him. Yes. That's what she says. She's yeah. like, oh shit, I went with the dagger, I must have fainted or whatever. Yeah. And then I woke up and he had my dagger. She was holding it, so from her perspective, she killed him. Mm. And that's what she's mm. admitting to the court. Yeah. Is that she killed him. Which is the a hot take compared to all the other ones. I'm like... That, that's, it's interesting how in her story she kills him. Well, I think it's meant to be a form of like it's a metaphor of like survivor's guilt. Yes, I think is how I read into that. But then they don't do anything with it. No, no, no. But movie. that's the bit that's interesting. It's only in her story. Yes, that she's admitting. Yes, but it isn't the true story. So why is she incriminating herself? Does she feel guilt? What? What does it mean? Uh, one of the things I really liked in the wife's story. Was uh-huh. the yeah honor and shame? How she yeah. said, "I'd yeah. rather you kill me yes. than uh. I have to suffer that feeling of that look of loathing." Mm. Yeah, that was good. Um, the third story is <laughs> the third story is like a medium summons the ghosts of the samurai and yeah. tells the story, which is uh, the vocal effects were great yeah. for for the medium. Absolutely. That was really, really cool. I, I, was, I predicted that they'd bring the samurai's version of the story. I just thought it was going to be like he wasn't dead, <laughs> that he was actually still alive, and yeah. like someone, a kind stranger, come along, patched him up, and he was actually okay, and he's like, well, this is what happened. Yeah. You know, you need to go arrest these people, whatever, like... Something's up. No, 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 no. We're summoning his spirit to give his account. So there's also the element of here that this could all be made up bullshit by the like priestess. It definitely would be admissible in a modern court. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, it's uh, yeah. Or maybe it would. Maybe you don't know. Um, what what is the samurai story, Zach? His one's weird. Yeah. So in his one. Uh, he's tied up. Um, but then she was like, please take me with you. But then before you do that, murder my husband. Mm. Everyone's shocked that this woman's audacity at fucking being like, yeah, we banged. Let's go. I'm betraying my husband, but also kill my husband. Yes. And so even the bandits like, that's fucked up, lady. You know what? 
bro, my samurai guy, my pal. It was really the the broest of the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. His story, which is funny because everyone believes, like, this is a spirit talking, so Mm. they have no reason to doubt the spirit's story. Yeah. The spirit's like, you know, at that moment... I connected with that bandit guy. Yeah, no, he and was we like, were cool. I was forgive like, him for banging my wife. Yeah, no, he said something like, at that moment, I was like, I'm fine with everything you did, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because he's like, hey, samurai guy, I'll kill your wife. You just say the word. You just give a nod. You just give a nod, and I'll kill your wife for you. And no questions asked. And then um, they chase each other. Like uh, he goes and chases the wife for ages. Hours pass, and the, the samurai's the like, does. Yeah, "Yeah, the bandit does." And then the samurai's like, "Well, I'm just gonna kill myself." Yeah, yeah, that's his story, which is wild, um, and leads me to believe it's just the priestess making up some bullshit. I mean, maybe I liked um, how he was also not a good guy in any of the stories. As no, well. I liked that part of this movie as well because you're like, the samurai is meant to be. The noble one, but this one's like no, all people are terrible. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, what does what does he do that's particularly bad other than get duped by the promise of mirrors and swords in a forest? In the like, first one, yeah. In the yeah. first one, yeah. the bed it's like, oh yeah, I have some cool swords. You like these swords? Got a whole bunch of them round back. Sell them to you for yeah. cheap. In the first one, he just wasn't very shrewd enough. No, not <laughs> yeah. very shrewd. Yeah. That's that's my biggest criticism of the samurai. It's like, why are you buying... In the first story. Yeah, yeah, yeah in the yeah. first story, which I believe to be canon. <laughs> yeah, that's the canon. I'm leaning back into it again. Oh, no. Um... In the first story, the samurai's like, oh yeah, I'll follow this random Is that because you, you're a pro-samurai guy and it's the most flattering interpretation? Yes, correct. Or is it because you believe the bandit to be honest? Well, no, because it isn't pro-samurai because that makes the samurai look like a fucking idiot for following this bandit guy. But that's the, the part that everyone agrees on, though. That's in the intro. Everyone agrees on the intro. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. And that's what I'm going with. All I'm saying is the samurai is a fucking idiot for following the bandit into the woods for these discount swords. <laughs> you know, just go to the town and get discount swords there. The other reason he's an idiot for doing that is that the samurai had already been acting threatening. And then he was yeah. like, nah, it's just a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said, swords. nah, it's a prank. Let's, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And That's then, point. <laughs> and then, like, there's a moment where the samurai won't let the bandit go behind him. Mm. But then in the next scene, he lets the bandit go behind him. Yeah. Which is the exact opposite of what yeah. he was letting him do before. Yeah, he really didn't maintain yeah, those like, boundaries. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't really stick to his guns there in his plan. And it really went shake up. And all I've got to say is I just have big criticisms of the samurai's choices in that stage. The final story that we get is the woodcutter's story, mm. who was hiding in the bushes the whole time. Apparently. Apparently. Yeah. Uh, his version of the story is everything was right up until the point where <laughs> she is like, no, Mr. Bandit, I hate what you've done. I hate you, actually. Yeah. And she gets him to free the samurai. Yeah. And then... The samurai's like, I should defend you, but I don't like you, actually, for everything that you've done. You know, kind of yeah. bad on the samurai to do that. Uh, followed by, the samurai just d- won't fight the bandit, either. Yeah. He's mm. just like, he's he's a bit of a, you know, he's a bit of a wimp, this samurai. He's like, I'm not going to fight you, I'm not going to fight you. And then the, 
Bandit pipes up. He's like, oh, don't don't sag off the woman. Women are just meant to be weak. You can't, you yeah, can't blame. That's right. I'm like, whoa, whoa, you can't say that, bandit guy. So it's it, sexist. It, it's just kind of two bros. Neither of them know what to do at this point. And she's like, you did this awful thing to me, but you're also not backing me up. You're both cowards. Yeah. And then she, they're like, she, uh, gets, she cracks it though. Yeah. Cause she's like crying this whole time and they're having their like, oh, this woman's not even worth it. She is too weak. She is too weak. And then she's like, ha ha, you both are fucking idiots. Yeah. Yeah. You're dumb. And then they're like, oh, I guess we are. We should probably fight. Yeah. We do so reluctantly. Yeah. Yeah. They have (laughs) what is, it's not a funny moment in the movie, but it is a very funny fight because the choreography is so messy. They're just falling over. But here's the thing. We have the context of the first story where they had this like epic samurai duel where like their blades crossed 23 times and the bandit had never crossed more than 20 times before with a person. He fought honorably. It was an epic battle. And this, they're like flailing around. They like yeah. clang the swords and then run in opposite directions. In this story as well, the woodcutter's story, the energy of the bandit is completely different from yes. all the others. Yeah. Yeah. As well. Like yeah. he's uh, not... Big coward. Yeah, big coward. Not as imposing. Yeah. As, yeah. It just sort of like, yeah, slimy cowardice. To be fair, also the samurai is also almost equally as cowardice in mm. the oh, fight. Yeah. yeah. Every time they like clash, they immediately try and run away from each other. They're like falling over each other's feet. They're just flailing their swords in every direction, yes. trying to hit their opponent. They just they really don't want to fight. They don't want to fight. And it makes for a very entertaining fight sequence, yeah. which is really cool. And I think the samurai falls over and the bandit's like, I mean, I think I yeah. meant to kill you. Yeah, so I'm he falls do over this. and he gets his mm. sword stuck in a wood stump. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, ah, oh, fuck. And then, then the bandit's like, uh, I guess I kill you here and stabs him. Yep. That's it. He's dead. And then she runs off. Uh, that's, yeah. th- that's the woodcutter's version of the story. Oh yeah. And then it's revealed later that the woodcutter, he then, he stole the dagger. Yes. That they were kind of. Because there's, there's a 50, 50 ratio here of stories and one half, the samurai dies by the, um, the pearl dagger, mm. this, this very valuable dagger. In the other half, he dies by a sword. And in an, the woodcutter story, he dies by the sword and all that. And that's because it's revealed that he, the woodcutter, the supposedly innocent man in this whole scenario, stole the pearl dagger while this is going on. Yeah. Uh, presumably to feed his family. But and this comes back to the not being exposed to true crime thing. Because yeah. this was the woodcutter is telling all these stories mm. um, in disbelief at man's capacity for dishonesty. Yeah. And then he's confronted by the common man who says, hey, you stole that pearl dagger. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, oh, snap, I don't even know myself. Like, I don't yeah. even know my own soul. Yeah. yeah. Um, and... Yeah, so that was a that was a pretty interesting moment. He hasn't seen true crime, so he, mm. this is the first time he's figuring out, yes. finding out what humanity is capable of and what he might be capable Ooh, of. Yeah. yeah, and we all know, having watched copious amounts of true serial crime. killer yeah, documentaries, yeah, 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 yeah. we know that if we had a terrible upbringing and were kept in a cage or some shit, yeah, we'd yeah, probably yeah. be out killing animals. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I watched Harry Potter. I know what happens when love potions get involved. Exactly. You, know, you yeah. just yeah. become a messed up piece of shit. It's yeah. No, you're right. And I, I like as well how the 
priest this entire time has been li- listening as well, and he's just like, don't like any of this, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, the priest is almost there just as, like, he is Bob the holy character. He's sort of there to just witness everything and be like, man, that's yeah. some fucked up shit, you he's, know? He's just the middle ground. Um, And then the very end of the movie, which I was not expecting, I thought <laughs> it would just end with the final story, and they're like, mm. This is what I think happened. This is what I think happened. End of movie. The end of the movie is baby. they find a baby. Mm, baby. That has been left at the temple. The common man is like, baby doesn't need the kimono it's wrapped in. It doesn't need that expensive amulet. I'm going to steal it. Yeah. And then the other two are like, hey, yo, what the fuck? Yeah. You're doing that. And what then the that's when the common doing? man says to the woodcutter, yeah. yo, I know you stole that. Yeah. 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 And, they, and then they're like, you can't do that. Don't, don't steal that stuff. And, it, and yeah, the woodcutter tries to stop him and he's like, oh yeah, well, I know you stole that fucking dagger. Yeah. Because I figured it out. He deducted it. And the woodcutter's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I've been right. out. The priest is holding the baby. Yeah. And then the woodcutter's like, Yo, give me the baby. And then the priest is like, what, you're going to steal the babies? Ooh, baby as well. Yeah, to steal the baby. And then the woodcutter's like, nah, nah, look, I, I fucked up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I have six kids and other kids not going to be that much extra. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you see the woodcutter leaving with the baby. Yeah. And I think that's the innocence yeah. of humanity. It's, well, yeah. we see at that moment, because the whole movie, it's been raining the entire time. And then at that moment, the rain starts to lift a little bit as well. Yeah. And you're like, that sounds nice, actually. That's yeah. nice. And, that, and that's what Rashomon is. It's not about what happened. It's not about the events. It's about humanity. Mm. And some people also think it's about World War Two, but I don't really read into it <laughs> like that. I think, you know, it's just more about, like, humanity and... Uh, mm. That the world is slowly losing its humanity, and why true crime now? Yeah, as well. It's humanity, it's it's leaning in. It's all of these things. It's yeah. leaning in. How is it leaning in? It's yeah. It's, if, it's leaning. If I really what... have to explain it to you, I don't know if we watch the same movie. Yeah, yeah. It's about <laughs> leaning into each story that you've committed to. Mm. You lean it in. You lean into that story. And, oh yeah, and there's also a point as well is. where they were like. The events that happened were so traumatic that the characters that it happened to, this is probably what they think happened as well. Yeah. Which I was like, that's, yeah. Well, that's crazy. Yeah. That, that's the big thing. Um, people lying to themselves, mm. not just others. That's a part of it. They're like convincing themselves this is what happened, even though it happened differently. Yeah. Which is so mind-boggling to think about. And then also the fact that it doesn't matter if it's true, it just matters if it's entertaining. Yeah, So it's like, well, maybe the bandit was telling nothing. It was all fake, but that's the fun version of that. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) because none of the stories actually matter in the end because the outcome is the same. Yes. Where the, like... The bandit gets arrested and presumably hung or something. You know? Yeah, and she's now, unfortunately, due to the time it's set, her reputation is tarnished because of something that she couldn't control. And the samurai is dead. Yeah, this I mean, dead. he's dead. Yeah, that does nothing really changes the fact he's <laughs> dead. This is dead. And the um, priestess is still wacky. But what yeah. do you think happened, Jack? We're talking about how Ooh, it doesn't yeah. really matter what happened. But what yeah. do you think happened? I think the woodcutter's story is probably the closest to the truth. Yeah. I reckon you're right. If I had to, if I had to pick one, mm-hmm. I'd say that's probably the closest to the truth. Oh, but I also wonder how much he's lying to himself. Yeah. Because I think it's not only that he stole his reckoning with himself, where he, uh, he 
where he starts to think, what am I capable of? Mm. It's not only that he's stolen the dagger, it's yeah. that he was willing to lie in front of a court. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think he made up a bit more about what the woman said to make her look like a worse character to justify his actions in stealing her dagger? Ooh. Yeah, I think there was a little yeah, bit of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's good. That's, yeah. yeah, that's one thing that I'm like, I wish that we got more from her perspective because this is a very, like, you know, it's all men all the time, as is yeah. most movies at this time. But I just kind of want more from her because she is just a trophy. Yeah. She's still not really a character at the Except- end of the movie. Except... In the Woodcutter's story, she's more of a character where she's like, no, I was manipulating both of you fucking idiots the whole time. Yeah. Which, I'm in charge. Yeah. But is that what happened, or is that the Woodcutter trying to make up more of a thing so mm. he feels better about stealing her dagger? Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I I think, yeah, the, the, this is a great movie. I think it's really good. Um, yeah, it makes you think. Makes you think. This reminded me of, uh, what's, what's that weird movie where the guy who keeps forgetting his memory. Oh, Memento. Yeah, Memento. It has a little bit of that. The non-linear sort of... Yeah, yeah, the non-linear sort of story where you sort of learn a bit more as the film goes through, which I like. I like that style. Yeah. We had that in uh, Oppenheimer recently. It has a bit of that. Yeah, except it wasn't very good. Ooh, hot take, hot take. I actually, actually, seen it. I can't. actually liked Oppenheimer. I like the I middle half of it. Hey, if you want my review of, of Oppenheimer, thank you for the, the segue, uh, Zach. Shit! My other podcast, Aussie Nerds Talk Stuff with friend of the show, Reese Pardon, was not around for a while, but it's back, and we did Barbie and Oppenheimer, and that episode's but... out. And I didn't know that Zach watched it, and if I had known that, I would have gotten you on the show. Oh, uh, that's fair, that's fair. Uh, I can give my hot take right now. Uh, I liked Oppenheimer. I learned that he was a very interesting person. I thought that their use of the I Have Become Death, Destroyer of Worlds, was very dumb. They used that, like, three times in the movie. It should have been one time. It should have been one time. It should have been one big gravitas. Especially the first time they use it, which was a particularly dumb scene. That's right. That's all I'll say. But, um, you know, Rashomon, it went on to be a very influential story. There's a bunch of other versions of this. There's a stage play... Uh, which might be a musical because it was on Broadway. That'd be kind of funny. Mm. Um, as I mentioned, Ridley Scott kind of remade it with the last deal. There's, there's a Star Trek episode, A Matter of Perspective, which is the same thing. Uh, except I think it's like Worf lands on a planet and some shit happens and there's like a court yeah. hearing. So it's all the different takes. F- oh. Fraser even did it. There's an episode of Fraser. It's yeah. just Rashomon. And also Hoodwink is a good one. I've seen that episode of Star Trek. I remember that one. That one yeah. was a good episode. I think it's a good episode, yeah. I used to play a theatre sports game called Rashomon. Really? Ah. I think it, it was like, yeah, the same... You did a skit. Mm-hmm. Ah. And then you did it the same from different perspectives. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. yeah. Oh, that's so yeah. cool. Because, yeah, someone makes up a story on the spot. Yeah. And then the next person goes, well, here's what actually happened. And yeah. they tell it from their perspective. Oh, that's so good. That's very cool. Oh, there's even Valerie, which is a Western version of Rashomon from the 50s, which was what I was going to suggest. I'm like, we could just do a straight remake of this, or we could be like Rashomon, but it's a Western, but that already exists. Yeah. Never mind. Uh, look, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be averse from it because westerns are cool. Westerns are cool, and we've never reviewed a good one on the podcast. <laughs> it's true. That's so funny, actually. Yeah, I don't think we've ever done a good western. We haven't. We've done a lot because I like to pick them, but we've not done we a good one. Oh, that's so sad. Uh, we'll get them probably in the sixties. Yeah, we might yeah, do that's one when westerns hit their peak. Planning for your next trip. 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. But yes, um, we do have to remake Rashomon to wrap up the episode. Uh, Jack, if you were to remake Rashomon, pick any setting, any anything. What are some story ideas where you could make a movie like this, different perspectives. Because we've got Hoodwinked, which is fairy tale characters. We've got, like, medieval times with the duels. Um, they, they they did Star Trek, they did, like, Westerns. What's something that you would like to see a story like this take place? Mm, let me think for a moment. Mm. It's, it's a good question. There's a lot yeah. of possibilities. One that comes to mind is, like, a slasher movie. Yeah, yeah, slasher movie. But we see, works. like, the survivor... The person who died and then the when, killer yeah, themselves. Yeah, the, the killer themselves. And they're like, well, that's not what happened. I was yeah. I was having a great day killing people left and right. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah. I'd like that one. That's it would be thing. cool to have, like, one that's, um, I don't necessarily know the setting, but each interpretation is a different genre. So you have oh, the first version oh, is just, like, that's is good. melodrama. The second one is, like, a mumblecore. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the next one is... Yeah, high stakes. Yeah, like mm. margin call. Yeah, yeah. Really each of the yeah. each of the flashbacks is a different style of story. That's yeah, a really and it's fun. Kind of suits the yeah the personality. I like I like the bandit. It's like in a- fact there was an X Files episode called Bad Blood, which was one of their kind of parody uh, yeah. episodes, right? Um, like one of the goofy episodes. I think they did like one goofy episode every season. And, yeah, uh, it was about Mulder and Scully recounting the events in a small town where there were, like, vampires. I had Luke Wilson in it. Okay. Oh, yeah. And, um, I think it was, like, a parody of a B-grade vampire movie. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, in Scully's retelling, Luke Wilson's character is really charming. Okay. And then in Mulder's retelling, he's got, like, buck teeth and, like... <laughs> <laughs> but, there, yeah, there are moments where you see, like, uh... Like set hands, like move yeah, objects yeah. in the background and stuff like that. That's real great. That that's so. great. I that's love very that. Fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that. We should do that. We should have like a base setting. Yeah, and then every story that goes through is a different like type. So like for the bandit, I'm thinking it's a heist movie. I was just yeah. thinking that yeah. even like a Rashomon heist movie from the perspective yeah. of the people doing the heist. Yeah. The bank owners themselves, like yeah. the cops. Yeah. But that's that's and like then, a different thing to what we're doing. Because it'd be great, because in one interpretation, in a heist movie, the people that pull off the heist are always really cool. They're yeah. like badass. Yeah. But like, if you do it like in some mumblecore movie, these guys yeah. are like really self-important. Yeah. They're like, think they're doing something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So like the bandit rocks up. Yeah. So this idiot walked up, looking all high. He had a very suspicious suitcase that he kept yeah. like being like, oh, nothing's in here. Like, what a fucking idiot. We knew he was up to something, so we immediately <laughs> called the cops. Yeah, that's a fun but, idea. But, like, in his story, it's like, but unfortunately, I bumped into the cops at the end, and they shot me, you know? That sort of thing. With, like, really good uh-huh. art or media, no matter the genre, when you're watching it, no matter the genre, really good art or media makes you think, oh, yeah, this is what life is like. So if yeah. you watch a really, like, bleak, pessimistic yeah, yeah, TV yeah. show, you'll be like, 
this is exactly how the world is. Yeah. It is this yeah. dark and bleak. And then maybe afterwards, as a palate cleanser, you'll watch a really um, just light movie and you'll be like, oh mm-hmm. no, people are generally pretty fine. Like, yeah. and, and you think that's uh, what yeah. reality is. And so. So we get all of that, but in one movie. But in one yes. movie. Oh, yeah. That's a so fun idea. I, I, so my idea for this is we have a guy, the bandit. He comes into a bank and he, like, steals something valuable. Mm. He gets caught at the end, but before that, he has to, like, shoot someone to get out. Yeah. And so we have the perspectives. One of the perspectives is the ghosts of the guy he shot. Yeah. Like, the the, the haunted ghosts. The hostage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The hostage, yeah, the hostage or whatever. Mm -hmm. That, um, I'm thinking of, maybe that's, like, a, like... I don't know how to do his perspective. Either going really cartoony, silly. Yeah. For that mm. one. You could do, you know, one of those, um, uh, like, Discovery Channel supernatural documentary things? Yeah. Oh, you could do yeah, that yeah. for the ghosts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Probably one of the cops, like, the responders? Yeah, yeah. Is, is yeah, the cop showing up is, like, the woodcutter, mm-hmm. who turns out to have also stolen something from the bank in the commotion or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, you have the lady as, like, the bank teller lady. Mm. And, like, in the Bandit story, she was super into him. Uh, in her story, it was like, what the fuck is this fucking idiot <laughs> Yeah, doing? yeah, yeah. I'm calling the cops immediately on this fucking idiot. You know, she's, she's like, nine to five job. She's none of this fucking shit. Yeah. Well, in one of the interpretations, like, the main character is kind of this... Like, in his mind, affable Jim Carrey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in another one, it's like a really bleak, yeah, like, yeah. socially maladapted yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon then, yeah. not to cast him immediately, but Paul Dano could do all of that. Yeah. He could be yeah. a creep, and he could be like Jim Carrey. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. How many movies has Paul Dano done where he's a fun guy, though? I can't think of many. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, we can add one more. I feel like he's always slightly tortured. He's always slightly... Well, I mean, in the Fable... No, in the Fablemans, he's still pretty tortured in that. Um, yeah, but... I but, think you got a good point. Maybe not the best bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> but we could also have it, like... Him interpreting himself as a fun guy is really weird and creepy. Like, it cuts to him and he's like... <laughs> fun guy you know like yeah you know what's wrong about you you do lean in yeah <laughs> shut up <laughs> fuck you we could we could do that we could do that who's the director Jack mm. the director who's, who's the director who? how about the um inside number nine guys <laughs> like Steve Pemberton and Reece Shearsmith because they done inside number nine has yeah. done all yeah. sorts of genres so That's, yeah if you haven't seen that it's Anthology series, every episode is set inside one room, and it's like wild twists and shit. There's like mm. uh, the comedy ones, the horror ones. Yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah. a great which, show. Which works quite well in this, where we have the multiple genres. Mm-hmm. So we got, you know, we got the main actor. Yeah. You got uh, the secretary slash bank teller. The lady. bank teller. You've got the ghost, the victim, yep. as it were. The victim. And then the cop. One of the Those guards. Oh, we need a woodcutter as well. Well, Who's that's the that, the, that the cop is the woodcutter. The cop could be... Oh, well, maybe instead of a cop, he's just a guard. He's just a guard. Yeah, well, that's yeah. it. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was saying. He was just, like, a guard who happened to be there. Yeah. And he's, like, he's telling his witness story to... I reckon it, he, it's kind of like he's, like, a kind of slice-of-life 
Madison yeah. mm-hmm. like energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, he's just a guy who does nothing special in his life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He works yeah. nine to five. He goes home, you know. Yeah, to his wife. Yeah. He has six kids. He's got six kids, exactly. Alright, so let's start casting this then. Um, do we want Paul Dano? I think you're right, Jack. I don't, I don't think he's actually shown any charisma, so I don't think he could really wow. pull it off. Oh, like, okay. Who, who else is mm-hmm. is there that could work? Oh, dear. He, he could be the dead guy. Um, some names that I would like to see in this. Hiroki Sonata. Um, I guess people would probably know him as Scorpion from... Oh, uh, the yeah, recent yeah. Mortal Kombat. I think he would be good in one role. Maybe the guard mm. could could be the guard. Mm. Could even be the hostage that gets shot because he seems like the sort of guy you know he could play a guy who maybe tries to protect the other hostages ends up getting shot because of that. In the new John Wick, yes, there's a few good uh, Asian actors. I'm thinking of two of them. The guy who plays IP Man. Oh. Ip Man. Uh, yeah, Donnie Yen. Yeah, yeah, Donnie Yen, yeah. Yeah, Donnie Yen would be a good character. That was the first one I thought of. Who who would he be? I mean, he could even be the thief. Yeah. He could yeah. be the lead. Oh, absolutely. Mm. I think he could he could rock that. Because mm. he's he's done both serious and comedic characters. I feel like yeah. Michael Shannon as the samurai. Michael Shannon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Could work. And that's the guy who dies, the ghost. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I can see that. Michael Shannon. Florence Pugh. <laughs> Florence Pugh could work as, like, the bank teller. I'm thinking of, like, the guard as well. I'm trying to think who someone could put Aquafina. there. Aquafina? Uh... <laughs> your, your favourite actress. I do like Aquafina a lot. I don't think she would suit the... <laughs> no, but it'd be really funny to have her be sassy, like, well, who the fuck is this piece of shit? Well, we could, her, we could have her be not the guard. Actually, she would be a good guard. Yeah, that actually, yeah, she she could be a great guard. All right, we'll put Aquafina in as the guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> done. Bang. Why not? And like her version of it is like, um, it's like a music video because she's you know, <laughs> she's like a rapper, so it's like a. It's oh like, it my turns God. Into, I hate that so much. <laughs> it turns into that. The bang teller. She, she just raps her entire like witness statement. Exactly. Um, uh, the bank teller, I think, could be fun as, as Florence Pugh. Uh, I think Shay works. Yep. And then maybe, like, the guy who runs the bank could be Hiroki Sonata. Well, He's, like, the top guy. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. I was gonna think there's someone who also has to be, like, the investigator, hearing all the stories. Then that also works for Hiroki yeah, Sonata. Yeah, that's, that's what I was actually gonna say for him, is, like, because they're all giving witness statements, they have to give it to someone, it has to be, like, an mm-hmm. investigator or something. Mm. And, he, you know, he's smoking a giant cigar, being like, damn, this is fucked up shit. All right, well, yeah, there we go. That's our version of uh, that's our version of Rashomon. That brings us to, to the end of this episode. Um, pretty short one, but... Yeah. It's a short movie as well. It's like an yeah. hour 20, so... It's, it's good. Yeah, that's good. Go watch it. Go watch this movie. Zach, you know, you, you, no, I'm picking the, the next one. Fuck you, actually. Never wow. mind. I'm picking the next Whoa. movie. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Cool. Cool beans. <laughs> Love it. But that is the entire episode right there. Jack, thank you. There, there. Jack, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for inviting me again. Yeah, it was awesome. Thank you for joining us. It was fun to have you. We'll get you back on at some point as well. Yeah, we need to find worse movies for you to watch. This this time we really failed on the whole terrible movies. We'll need to find something that is the equivalent of not another teen movie. Yeah, or... or... Maybe... 
Son of Kong bad. Son of Kong bad. Not 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 the the teen movie movie was like bad, but not in any way that was reward. Like (laughs) that's true. You felt nothing. You got nothing out of it. That is a good point. Um, We'll get you back on though. Is there anything that you'd like to plug? Absolutely not. Absolutely. Is there any project that you're not involved with that you would like to share? Absolutely not. All right. There's nothing. (laughs) Do you have a social that you'd like to plug? Absolutely not. All right. Well, Jack is an enigma, Stay but he's on my life. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jack is an enigma, but you're always showing up. So thanks so much for coming on the show. <laughs> <laughs> we do have stuff to plug there. We are on uh, Facebook. We're on Instagram at Pod. You can send us an email too. Thanks to everyone who reviews us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on any podcatcher you use. Um, we've been getting a bunch more recently, so thanks oh, to nice. that. That's really awesome. Good. Thank you for listening. Uh, thanks for everyone who listens to us on YouTube. Our YouTube this year has been popping off, and I think people are actually listening to us on YouTube, not Googling a movie and then thinking we've uploaded it and getting yeah. annoyed at our YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic which is what, mistake. Which is what tends to happen. We've actually been getting a lot of uh, people come through on our YouTube. So thanks so much for checking us out there. Um, we have got a Patreon, patreon.com forward slash oldie but a goodie pod. Zach, we're reaching the end of our K-drama. The K-drama. Which is uh, our second year in a row where we've done three months of nothing but Nicolas Cage movies. Our episode on... National Treasure, it's out. Oh, National Treasure, that was a good one. Yeah. Haven't seen it before. Yeah. I saw it, and you know what? I viewed that movie. You viewed it? Yeah. I, I saw it as a kid. the hell out of it. I viewed, viewed that ever-living heckin' out of that movie. That's right. I watched it as a kid. I watched it again. And you know what? I I definitely watched that movie. <laughs> I definitely watched it. <laughs> if you watch, have you watched National Treasure, Jack? I like National Treasure. You like it? Damn. That's, uh, I also liked it. I'm just it's sitting good. here quietly, yeah, letting you speak honestly. About <laughs> yeah. what you no, it, it was good. I liked it. <laughs> it was fun. Uh, and we've got the final episode coming up, I think, next week, which is a bonus battle between Conair <gasps> and Gone in 60 Seconds. Damn. There's two big ones. That, those are some two bangers. We've been doing mostly action movies for this K-drama, so we're yeah. going to wrap up with those two biggest action movies. Um, and that's all there. Patreon.com is some ad-free stuff as well if you want ad-free episodes. But time to pick next week's episode. What are we doing next? It is 1951. Okay. And there's some interesting choices, like The Thing from Another World. That's the original version of John Carpenter's The Thing. It is. Not by John uh, Carpenter, though. No. Now, I have seen clips of that movie, and it is just a bunch of people standing around in a room talking. Yep. And then a monster's like, blah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think I think it, it but be, it is... Um, I would say objectively a worse film than the remake. It is um, one of the worst versions. It's one of the, the the worst horrors that were then remade in the 80s and made good. It's yeah, one yeah, of the yeah, worst yeah. ones in that in that genre. Well, it's ja- uh, well, well, Jack and Zach, what about the original Alice in Wonderland? It is a classic, Disney classic, mm-hmm. but uh, why would we do that? Uh, we haven't done a single... Disney classic this year, and I don't intend to start now! Whoa! Agreed. Zachary, they're all sad and make me sad. Yeah, like Bambi. Girl. Why they kill it, mum? Oh, a streetcar um, named Desire. That's a classic. Yeah, yeah. What that's about The Man from Planet X? Oh, now that sounds a bit horny, though, Zach. <laughs> um, Flight to Mars. Ooh, Flight to Mars. What about FBI Girl? Oh my god, it's a girl... She works for the FBI. 
What about bedtime from Bunzo? That doesn't sound like something either of us would like a to watch. A professor hires a nanny to help oh, him no. raise a chimp. I feel like uh, a movie about a chimp from the 50s is going to have some behind-the-scenes stuff that's not going to be fun to talk about. Yep, definitely. So, maybe not that one. What, no. what, what, what about Superman and the Mole Man? Oh, is that a four-hour-long Superman serial? Probably. <laughs> Uh, at least it's not Batman works for the US Army and is trying to hunt down Oof. Japanese people, whatever the fuck that option was Oof. from a few years, uh, from that a few weeks ago. Jokes. No, Zach, I am picking something with a bit of a sus name, <gasps> but it's not anything you've mentioned so far. I'm oh. picking a movie called Captain Horatio Hornblower. Ooh, I do love a bit of hornblowing. Now, uh, I can see a nod of recognition from Jack. There was... A miniseries during the 90s, early 2000s, called Hornblower, about a boy on a ship. He sails around, he does stuff on his ship. There's a mutiny, some other stuff happens. He gets thrown in jail, it's a fun time. I want to watch the original movie uh, that's based off the books that inspired that miniseries. Have you seen Hornblower, Jack? I have not. Ooh. But my parents watched it. Oh, okay. Ah, there you go. It's a fun time. So, Zach, you haven't seen Hornblower. I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Well... I'm making you watch Hornblower. I'm getting ready to be horny. And we all know that one of my favourite genres this year has been men on a ship. <laughs> that is... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Treasure Island, uh, yep. Captain Blood. Great, great movies. <laughs> all great movies. And, and that one weird one where a rich boy gets... Captain's Courageous, which Captain's I grew up watching. Courageous. That's right. Yeah, that one was a good one as well. That one was very nostalgic, and Hornblower will be equally nostalgic. Oh, so. excellent. I'm glad you're getting all this nostalgia. We're going to get our horns blown next week. Yep. Excellent. All right, that's the episode. Uh, Zach, you got to skedaddle. Jack, what do you want? Do you want us to leave you here? Yeah, do you need to teleport out of rural Japan or what? I got got intel on Japan's economic economic miracle. Oh, no. He was an agent the whole time. I want to invest. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're investing in Toyota. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. All right, well, we'll leave Jack here to do his... Forest Gump journey through time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. This might have something to do with a messed up timeline in where I'm from. Right. We should get to that. I've kind of been ignoring that over the last month. Yeah. Look, it's not really important. We have we have like 50 years to figure it out. Yeah, that's remember? true. Because how time works. So. We do have quite a long time to figure it out. Yeah. I do want to say though, and I have noticed this. I was going to bring it up. I do feel like everyone that I've met throughout history, Zach, does sound like you. What? It's almost like time and everyone in time, aside from me and the orphan and any guests, is just you. That seems very specific and weird. It's very uh, odd. This, this Japanese guy, he sounds very Japanese to what me. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Zachary, baby. <laughs> I'm All a right. regular Nihonjin. Right. <laughs>